Hi, this is Jonathan with the uh, Strategic Multifamily Investing Podcast, and today's guest is Dan Kay. Uh, he's an active real estate investor and fundraiser, leveraging self-directed accounts, so that's the self-directed IRAs and the solo 401ks, to create diver diversified real estate portfolio yielding double-digit returns. He specializes in self-storage investments, multifamily, and hard money residential properties. Dan has personally raised millions of dollars from family offices and individuals and empowered his officers to raise seven figures on multiple occasions. So welcome, Dan Kay. How's it going, man? Doing good, sir. Thanks so much for having me, John. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we met at uh, one of the multifamily investing mm -hmm. uh, uh, podcast, well, not podcast, uh, conferences not too long ago. Um, but we're here now. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of our team over at Red Boot and uh, helping us to, to kind of talk about this IRA 401k thing. So before we even begin, how did you get involved in, uh, in the IRA, the self-directed world? Yeah, you know, so it's funny. I was a co-best man in a wedding on the coldest, shortest day in Staten Island. Uh, I really can't make this up. And, uh, you know, not literally as our buddy was walking down the aisle, or probably five minutes before, I said, hey, you know, what do you do? He says, I flip houses. I said, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I nod my head and then I hear 15%. My ears perk up. And then he says, did you know you can use your retirement dollars? And for me, this was like, whoa, you know, the, uh, the sea parted, as they say. And uh, you know, that was my introduction to knowing that I had full access uh, to use my retirement dollars. So, you know, fast forward a few years, I'm on a plane ride to Money 2020. Uh, Henry Oshida, coincidentally, is there right after his company uh, was sold to Goldman Sachs. And I say, hey, Henry, uh, you know, just curiosity, ever look into self-storage, any interest in that? And I'm like, did you know you can use your retirement? And Henry's 100 times smarter than me. So he's like, sure, dude. But in his mind, I think he probably thought, wow, well, imagine if we eliminated all of the friction that historically has been in these accounts for the past 50 years. So as I call it, it's, you know, country club cool that you can actually, uh, you know, open an account, tell your friends, have full access to your money 24 uh, seven and invest in what you want, when you want. And that was, uh, you know, kind of the transformation of where I feel this broad self-directed industry uh, is going. So is this kind of what they call the checkbook IRA, that, that kind of thing? And exactly. So, could, you, could you define the difference, you know, that friction? There are two types, mm -hmm. obviously, here. So talk to us about that. Yeah, this is a, I appreciate the question. So there's two types. So historically, and I say these terms specifically, you had a custodial SD IRA and then a checkbook control self-directed account. So let's talk about the former. So the former was, as it sounds, a custodian. It sounds kind of a little old, stodgy, uh, you know, for you to get access to your money. Let's say, you know, I'm sure you guys see this at Redboot. You have somebody that says, you know, every quarter I'm going to chip in 50K. So you take their check. It's great. It's easy breezy. It seems uh, with the old way, you would have to fill out myself. Let's say I'm an investor in Redboot. I would have to fill out paperwork. And then you would have to share docs and then probably a new third party customer service rep would look at these without providing any sort of value add. And you and I would be stuck on the phone, even though all I want to do is give you 50 K for your next deal. Uh, and that's basically custodial. Now checkbook, as it sounds, it's just like with your piggy bank checking account, the old school checkbook, I can write you a check uh, when I want, I can ACH wire you money when I want. Uh, so that's a checkbook portion, which is tremendously powerful. Uh, the best analogy I give to folks new to the investing space, it's like your HSA. 
uh, account. You need surgery, your kid breaks his, his or her arm, go to the hospital, you know, you want to get all prettied up, get manicure, pedicure, sorry, that's below board. The regulations are very simple, what you cannot do. So with that, uh, we found literally everybody that has uh, reached out, you know, in the last few years of Rocket Dollar, for example, uh, respects the regulation, can take the checkbook control, and then wisely, uh, be in an above board way, invest in what they want when they want. So then you guys provide guidance for that over at Rocket Dollar, what those regulations are, because, you know, I've heard a lot of people scary things about checkbook IRAs and, you know, just that education. You guys have consistent education as well about, you know, any changing regulations, correct? Yeah, we do. And so our, you know, a great, I mean, fabulous work by the team, uh, you know, Brendan Walsh, who leads uh, our, our knowledge base, it literally uh, was voted one of the top you know, in the world, because we are up to speed. We've, we talk about real world situations, real questions that come in. And this is probably over, you know, not to lie, 30,000 conversations, wow. chats, etc. that we put this together. Uh, yeah, so and then also, as folks are talking, we, you know, being that what's unique, I think about us also, uh, and I'd say some of the newer companies coming on board, a lot of us, you know, we've played in the sandbox, we've had these accounts, personally, we've raised money uh, personally with these accounts. So with that as a background, if you're coming to me or some, one of our listeners coming to me for the first time, we can be pretty open on what you can or cannot do. So somebody says, hey, I want to do cannabis. Well, you know, we know that's a no-no. And, you know, in wow. Washington, D.C., good luck getting anything past even in normal times. So, uh, you know, but if somebody says, hey, I have a buddy and he has a, you know, multifamily, can I put in 50K from an old Roth account? Well, yes, here's how you can do it. So you guys do conversions and stuff as well. So what types of things are people buying? Obviously, you know, mm -hmm. here we're interested in multifamily investing. You know, I've read a couple of things you're doing, storage. What what kinds of things mm -hmm. are you doing or that you've seen your clients do as well? Yeah, I mean, the, the sweet spot here is still real estate. And I don't see that going away. So historically, this was a lot more for real estate. Uh, and you know what, frankly, it still is. And it usually is an LP investment. Uh, so for folks on the call that don't know, it's almost like when you think of when you invested in the stock, uh, you really don't have control. You're not on the board of directors. You're not managing. Uh, you know, you have faith in the performance of the company. Now, what I like about real estate, you're not one of millions of investors. You're probably one of 10 or 20. You probably have a personal, you should have a personal relationship, or at least a phone call, if not more, with who you've right. dealt with. It's probably in your community. You can see it, feel it, touch it. Uh, so you have this full, uh, you know, once again, checkbook control and authority uh, backed by your money to invest in what you want, when you want. Okay. So then in, I, I've seen on, on rocket dollar, um, in, mm -hmm. on your podcast, is there some people who are investing in Bitcoin and things of that sort as well? Yeah. You guys allow that kind of stuff or we do. So, uh, you know, it's, it's more what's allowed or what is not, not allowed, you know, double negative here as uh, the, sorry, the sun's coming in the Austin side right, folks. Okay. So if, if I look like a, you know, half joke, this is my better half of the face if we're going live here, but uh, sorry, I guess, sorry about that. But uh, yeah, you know, what we do see is on the, on the crypto side uh, in Bitcoin, yes. So as I said, the IRS says, let me just take a little step back, what you cannot do. So no life insurance, no collectibles. And the big thing is no self-dealing, which means okay. you cannot say invest in your primary residence, your own startup. Uh, you know, if you have, uh, I know for your audience here, uh, you know, in D.C. or, you know, Maryland, you, 
you cannot buy a flat at Georgetown and then have your son and daughter stay in it. Right. Everything else pretty much is in play. So what we've seen, you are seeing a bit of a shift, uh, you know, Bitcoin and some of these, I'd say funds that are supporting, uh, you know, Bitcoin to a point gold. Uh, the answer is yes to that. Uh, being that it is checkbook control, you do have access to give uh, pers personal loans or peer-to-peer -peer loans. So I think especially in these times is, you know, you know, called second quarter 2020 and beyond, I've been saying for the whole decade, folks are going to say, yeah, you know, maybe I do want to support this female entrepreneur down the street. Yeah. Uh, because A, I love her mission. I respect her. But then also when she takes this money, it's not only going to help her business, it's going to recycle in this, as I call it, micro community. And that's part mm -hmm. of, I think, kind of our background mission of this massive $10 trillion that I say sitting on the sidelines can be active into your, your community. So your multifamily, the little store across the street, the startup, uh, you know, your buddy's really wise Bitcoin guy is a Bitcoin fund. You can go with that. And that's kind of, we're seeing many folks with this, I'd say newer sort of 21st century diversified portfolio. And I think that that, that you, you hit on something there because there are a lot of um, small businesses that are going to be impacted right now. You mentioned where this is April 2020 when we're recording mm -hmm. this. And so you've got the COVID-19 situation. We're still in mm -hmm. the middle of, you know, being, you know, stay at home. Uh, order yeah. you know, that's nationally and that depending on where you are, there's probably even stricter guidelines about, uh, you know, staying at home and locking down. Um, there are a lot of businesses that are going to be impacted and some businesses will never open up again. But mm -hmm. if you have a self-directed plan, it could be possible that you can reinvest or reinvigorate some of those local small businesses uh, that you've come to grow and love, you know, within your own community. Yeah using self-directed money. So um, that, thank you for pointing that out. That's yeah. really important. Um, and Jonathan, so, that's a great, a great point. If you don't mind real quick, just no, to no. also for folks that are self-employed or may find themselves self-employed, but with a fair 401k, you not only the SDI rate, which is kind of the Gatorade term in the space, the solo right. 401k, which is more powerful uh, from a contributions up to 56 or 62,000 a year times that by two, if you're married, but then also the ability to borrow the lesser of half the value of the plan are 50,000. So let's say you have a hundred thousand year old 401k, you have an idea now to go on your own, but you don't want to raise money from your friends and family or ask for a loan. You can actually borrow up to 50,000. So as long as you pay it back over five years, uh, that's very powerful. That is in the solo 401k. So you need to be self-employed to qualify. But I do feel a lot of folks, even before, Call yeah. it, uh, you know, modern, hyper-modern times. A lot of folks were moving to have a side gig or something that would make them eligible. So uh, just to be aware of that, that there is, you know, a, a pretty sizable amount that somebody could tap into, uh, you know, almost as called your personal working capital, which, uh, so kind of my little PSA for the day based on. No, that, that's good because there's, there's another question. I'm sorry, did I cut you off there? We're good, man. Okay, so there, there is another um, thing for, Investing in multifamily properties, you know, some people, mm -hmm. you know, had, you know, historically, you know, they're doing fix and flips on residential, they use the self-directed IRA. But if they're doing, you know, investing on multifamily, there is this component of UBIT that could potentially mm -hmm. come into play where you don't want to use, first of all, let's define what UBIT is. <laughs> um, and then you know, how do you overcome that moving from a self-directed IRA to self-directed 401k? Mm -hmm. A little technical here, but this is something yeah. that I think that people should know about. So I, I'm going to answer, uh, 
as an investor, because I mean, that's what folks on the right. call ultimately would be. Uh, so for me, and this is, you know, I'm in the, the tens and dozens of deals. Uh, UBIT has, I also have a solo form work in an SDI array. So I want to preface that. UBIT has never been a factor in any uh, okay. way, shape or form on my returns. Now, you know, could it be yes? Uh, should you speak to your tax attorney before? And also maybe, uh, you know, the sponsor, particularly who's aware of how it was set up, how cash flows are going to look. Uh, yes, you should. But in general, I mean, if from my experience as a, I'd say a wise uh, GP or wise operator, there's there really should be no concerns for you. But if anything, uh, for both their personal benefit and also the cash investors, the non-retirement investors, to take the depreciation and such benefits, uh, there's not even going to be income to consider from that standpoint. Okay. Uh, you know, that said, all else equal, if you do qualify for the solo 401k, and just to be clear, for either account, it's not, a lot of folks are not contributing a lot on day one. It's more from rolling over or transferring from your, as I call it in layperson's terms, your old 401k from your old job. Okay. So all else equal, yes, if you could be in the solo 401k, there's so many more benefits, go to the solo 401k. If not, yes, there's a slight chance, um, you know, for the, the UBIT. Uh, I just personally, myself, and a lot of folks I've talked to, it really hasn't, uh, impact of the returns in any way, shape, or form. So I guess one of the things that we need to define is UBIT is the unintended business income tax, um, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's, you, you, you run into that situation when uh, an entity that you've been working with somehow or another generates, um, I can't, can you explain what, what that is again? I just want to make sure. You know, it's kind of a long, and I want to make sure you and I don't miss step because as I said, ultimately, okay. it's kind of how the sponsor is setting up and what their full plans are. So there's a whole lot of, uh, okay. I said, my, my general answer as an investor is no on our, so for the rocketdollar.com slash learn, we'll go into deep detail on what this is. Uh, but ultimately I think it's just a discussion you have if it is a concern uh, you know, with the deal sponsor, but I mean, from an investor standpoint, it, pretty, pretty rare. So I'll just okay. keep it at that if we could. Cool. Yeah. Not a problem. Um, so now moving on to, I guess the future, I mean, right now, yeah. you know, some, some things are, uh, you know, people are thinking that the, you know, stock market is crashing that, yeah, I'm pulling my money out. Things are pretty mm -hmm. bleak, but for a lot of people, this is a great time because again, as you mentioned, there's $10 trillion, uh, worth of investment money that's tied up in other accounts that could be liberated to help out, you know, neighborhoods and things of that sort. What are some of the things that you see moving forward? What excites you about the future here with uh, self-directed or, or even in the real estate? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I was saying this is even in February and last year, I said uh, what I hypothesized was happening that the stock market was going to drop significantly in real estate was going to stay on their great, you know, especially the yields called the six to 10% yields. A lot of folks, multifamily say sponsors are paying are going to continue. And, you know, we're still seeing that today. And I think even with, you know, sponsors that are doing right by their tenants, uh, you're still seeing, uh, you know, even if it's a, you know, especially an A, B or D property, you know, the C you might, which is basically the, you know, the working class, if they are, um, truly shuttered at all. I would say, as I look out my window here, uh, there's a hundred plus construction workers. Uh, you know, the governor of Texas said, yeah, real estate goes on. Uh, so, you know, my little microcosm, it's, uh, 
at least for here, wherever these folks are staying, they're still paying their rent. So, but that's it across the country. I do recognize folks kind of that probably stay in the multifamily C, uh, you know, there could be potential default or even some rent forgiveness. That's what I still feel it's more of a, uh, of a short-term sort of thing that's not going to, so basically once again, from as an investor to a fellow investor, uh, you know, for those listeners on the call, I, I would say, yeah, maybe you get dividend paused one quarter, but, you know, be, be graceful, be sensitive to it. But in terms of values and, uh, you know, ongoing continual dividends, I, I think, you know, we're, we're going to be fine. So with that, uh, multifamily still excites me. Uh, niche such as self-storage and RV parks, I feel self-storage is also very recession-proof. Mm. I should say recession resistant uh, is the official term I'd, I'd like to use because when times are good, people like their cleanliness, like to have their space. Uh, they forget about things. And, uh, you know, when times are a little bit tougher, maybe your rent goes from 2000 to 1000 but then you really do need to put your stuff somewhere. And a similar thing, I think, uh, you know, especially the boomer generation with mobile home RV parks, that was becoming called the sexy asset class of the 2020s. Okay. I'm seeing a lot more investment coming out, uh, you know, through here. So that's sort of really exciting. Uh, and then, you know, e- even for folks in multifamily that may, you know, call people are buying like a land grab, buying a parcel of land, like take the folks at BV Capital, B- Bridgeview Real Estate up in Dallas. You know, they're also saying, well, maybe we could do some industrial here also. Or what can we do on this kind of large plot of land that, you know, faces the highway, easy for folks to go on. So, you know, a big operator may have your typical multifamily and that's something more of an industrial warehouse uh, you know, on a very call it broad project. So in the real estate world, that's exciting to me. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, with any startup, of course, true high risk, high return. Uh, I would say do your diligence, but you know, for example, there is a, a biotech company. This gentleman already exited for a billion dollars across his past three companies. Wow. Uh, trust me, you don't want me to be your doctor. I think I uh, put the head off the grasshopper in bio one in tenth grade. So uh, actually, I've done more bucks. So I represent him proud here in my high school today. Uh, yeah. So you know, with that, I, I do think there's you know opportunities, but like anything, look at your portfolio, much like. Uh, you know, from a risk return sort of view, but especially for yield, Jimmy, so for are your older folks are like, wow, you know, you know, the CDs are down to 1%. Uh, you know, dividends are probably going to be clipped on some of these companies. I, I think multifamily is a fantastic way to go. That's awesome. So how do people get in contact with you? I mean, we've, we've used it through some of your time. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So, you know, uh, rocketdollar.com slash learn will take you to our knowledge base, kind of anything uh, for like deep Q&A. My last name, we'd be here for the next two hours if I try to spell it. So uh, let's just say Dan, D-A-N, at rocketdollar.com. And, uh, you know, likewise, I'm from Philly. So spirit of brotherly love here. Here's my uh, $100 bill, my allowance for the month there, even though we can't go out. And, uh, but, you know, as I say, if you can spell it, you can get it. So D Krizanowski, D-K-R-Y-Z-A-N-O-W-S-K-I will get you $100 off your Rocket Dollar account. But, uh, yeah, and likewise, I, I think there's a lot of great conversations, you know, Jonathan, that you facilitate in the Red Boot community and Michael Blanc and some of our, you know, yeah. fellow mentors and folks we admire out here. I, I would say to the investors out there, just folks interested in the space, uh, you know, now's a really good time that I'd say folks that charge a pretty penny, uh, deservingly are doing free webinars. Uh, so I've kind of taken it upon myself at least a few times in the week to really get educated. And these are real rock stars that, uh, 
you know, are, are definite servant leaders and graceful, but you know, it's just usually you're flying to visit them or to be at a conference. You can get this from the comfort of your house now. So I would say that's for folks looking to come in and who you'd want to, uh, you know, be with, I'd say, uh, you know, maybe tag along with, uh, you know, one other folk just locally here, although I can't, you know, can't see anybody these days. Uh, another gentleman, David Thompson, uh, likewise was one of early, uh, friends with Joe Fairless. He's done a lot of his book is riches in the niches. So, uh, although I, I would strongly suggest multifamily, I'd say in addition, uh, as I said, the mobile home RV parks recognize the silver tsunami of older folks that want to live nicely. So, uh, yeah, I would say as you know, somebody coming to the table, you have the ability, um, you know, in chunks ranging from 10 to 50K to really be with multiple operators and to diversify within real estate. So, you know, I appreciate everything Red Boots doing to, uh, you know, to contribute and help with this. Well, thanks, Dan Kay, for uh, for all the information you've given us. Hopefully, we can get you back for uh, one of those webinars. We can go yes, do sir. a little bit more of a deeper dive in, uh, in the... Mm -hmm. uh, that self-directed space. But listen, thanks again for all your time. Stay self safe and healthy. And uh, thanks again for your time. Awesome, my friend. Cheers. Cheers.